Hello and welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I'm your host, Nick Kachanov, and surprise, Ina is throwing yet another party for a friend. How does she get roped into that? Hmm. Uh, Well, this time it's in the form of an art gallery. I don't want to say opening, but... Um, you know, an opening of sorts. There's new art that's being debuted by her friend Victoria Monroe, which sounds like, um, sounds like a soap opera name, you know what I mean? Like Victoria Monroe, of the, of the Monroe estate, something like that. Very East Hampton. Uh, but Victoria seems like a really great gal. We'll get to meet her later this episode. Um, but how is everyone? How is your week going? I went to New York City. It was great. I actually chose this episode because, um, as most of you know, uh, marijuana is legal in New York City. So I thought I would indulge and I got, oh my gosh, way more gummies than I would ever truly need because I don't know anything about gummies and like milligrams and all that stuff. And I was like, I smoke sometimes, but I don't know. And I just want to have a good time. And Keon and I were going to the MoMA, which is the Museum of Modern Art. And I was like, yeah, let's... He did not partake. It was just me that went on this adventure. But I was like, I just want to take a gummy, look at some art, you know, and just walk around for a couple hours. But I... Oh my gosh, I went on a journey because I took a 100 milligram gummy, a 100 milligram. Uh, and that was way too much. And I was, I was, I went through all the emotions, really, walking through this art gallery. Some of it was scary. Some of it was beautiful. Some of it was tragic. Some of it was just, you know, anxiety inducing. I, uh, now I know, now I know my limits. And it was, and I, when I am that, under the influence, I like don't want to tell anyone. And I knew Keon was like really looking forward to going to the MoMA and like the gummy kicked in like right in the lobby as we were like, which was good. Like that's what I wanted, but I, I didn't want to be that stoned for the museum. So, but it made me think of like, you know, what can I do this week? And I was like, Oh, a gallery opening. It's very applicable to my life this weekend. Um, or last weekend, I guess it was a good time though. Um, I, we had such a great time in New York. Um, we saw the light in the piazza. We saw Titanic, which if you don't know Titanic, which most of you probably, I, I would venture, have not, because I only heard of it a couple months ago. It's basically a spoof of Titanic, but it's all Celine Dion songs. It's crazy. And it is so funny. I... Keon and I were in the we were in the back row, and we were laughing harder than we've laughed in a very long time at a theater event. It was, it's a, such a high recommend. I hope that it tours because I feel like they can really make some, some cash on this show. Uh, the voices are incredible. Like, cause they're all Celine Dion songs. So the, the women and the men, they have to be at the top of their game. And Celine Dion is actually a character. It's like the retelling of the Titanic by Celine Dion. It is a hoot. Um, there's some videos of it on TikTok. Look it up. Um, it, it's just, it was a great time. We ate lots of really great food and we got out just in time. We got out of New York City just in time before all this like airline stuff started happening. I had a friend who was leaving the day after us and he is still in New York. I'm recording this on Wednesday 
And I don't know. I mean, he's okay. I was about to say, I don't know if he's okay. Um, He's just been stuck in an airport. There are no flights. There are no buses. There are no rental cars. I actually don't know what is happening, but I saw, I even saw it on TikTok too. So this is like, I don't say national news, but like kind of, people are just like stranded. So his mom drove all the way from Pittsburgh to New York. That's a mom for you. You got to say that. Props to Amy, um, who drove all the way to pick up her baby in like New Jersey or something. I don't know, because uh, my friend Alex was somehow able to get to New Jersey. I can't remember. I can't wait to like sit him down and like give me all the details because it truly sounds harrowing. So very glad that Keon and I did not bump into that. We left on uh, Monday morning and um, I think I think maybe Alex was leaving on Tuesday or something. That's when all this started. Anyway, here we are talking about art galleries. I No gummies this time around, just going in sober, but maybe I'll have a glass of wine and uh, some water because that's the only, those are the only beverages served at this event, Ina tells us. So let's get into this. This is season two, episode six, and this is called Canapes and Canvases. And I just love the word canapes because it looks like Canops, like C-A-N-A-P-E-S. I can't stop thinking about like Canops. I don't know what that is, but that's just what it looks like, or Canapes. Anyway, so Ina begins. My friend Victoria Monroe has a wonderful art gallery in East Hampton, and every month she gives a party for a new exhibition. I'm going to cater the party this time, and I'm going to do a food table that's really easy to cook and can sit for a couple of hours and still look great. So I thought I'd make grilled lemon chicken on sticks and a satay sauce for dipping. Juicy ripe figs served with thinly sliced prosciutto, Greek spinach and feta strudels called spanakopita, puff pastry cheese straws, a fruit and cheese platter, and my friend Miguel is making the most amazing food topiaries. Inspired by the gallery, I'm going to use a nice big, no, I'm going to use nice big white cloth as my canvas and I'll create for Victoria an edible work of art. That was a long intro there. Whew, I was like running out of breath with all that food she's making. Need to take a moment here. Whew, okay. Um, but this sounds lovely. I do love a, an art gallery opening. I haven't necessarily been to one in a while, but sometimes you'll just waltz into a gallery and they'll have like, you know, a box of wine or something. Get a, get a glass of wine, stroll around and, you know, that's it. But Let's get into this. Ina starts with the grilled chicken. Uh, she starts with this marinade, which is lemon juice, olive oil, and fresh thyme. Oh my gosh. And she's juicing the lemons. I have to pull up my phone as I'm talking here. She, I don't know why this tickled me so much. So she's juicing the lemons and she throws one of the lemons into the sink. And it's like accompanied by the most cartoonity, cartoonity, cartoony, like clankety, sound okay so here we go i hope it's not too loud the first time but let me see i'm gonna i'm gonna play this so this is you'll hear like the juicer just stopping in this clip and then she throws she throws it into the sink by the way and it, it falls like perfectly it goes bonk 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 and then it goes into the um like the like the garbage disposal the incinerator as they're called or at least ours is uh okay so here we go let me see if this hopefully this isn't too loud I'm sorry if that was too loud that like I don't know why it made that crazy sound but it oh my gosh I like rewinded it three times so if you're watching this episode it, it was just so weird so I had to share that with you all anyway she adds olive oil fresh thyme some salt and pepper to the lemon juice to make the vinaigrette 
And then she has four boneless chicken breasts, which she puts right into the marinade, kind of gives them a little, you know, flip around to make sure they're all coated. And then she pops them into the fridge. And now it's time to meet Miguel at the gallery. So much Miguel lately. I'm just loving it. Um, As he gets the table started. So on the drive over, Ina tells us basically what she's already told us, that she's making food that can sit out for a couple hours, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then she tells us that the drinks are going to be water and wine and everyone is just going to help themselves. So Ina shows up to the gallery. Miguel, of course, is already hard at work. Uh, He tells us that he's doing some topiaries. And Ina turns to the camera and says, he always knocks my socks off. It's very um, sensual the way she said that. Um, But it was very sweet, too. I know she loves Miguel. So now we get a tablecloth tucking tutorial from Ina. And I'm not going to describe this, even though it, it seems very complex, but it's only like two steps. Basically, that's like pulling one side over so you don't have excess cloth like on the floor if that makes sense it's really kind of interesting and i feel like i might want to try it but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna describe that to you all um so after she does that ina gives miguel a smooch and now she's back at the house okay it is spanakopita time i feel like i've had spanakopita probably have right i feel like everyone has had some sort of that i mean it's not necessarily it's maybe i'm gonna get confused with baklava but I'm, i'm pretty sure that i've had it and this is truly like a labor of love here. Like I think she does it like a very like the easy way, not the easy way because there's a lot of steps. But so she to start, she has a bunch of scallions, green onions. Some people call them. I don't know what the difference is really, because um, sometimes she'll call them scallions. Sometimes she'll call them green onions. I don't know. Um, so a bunch of those chopped up and sautéing in half a cup of olive oil. And at first, it looks like a crazy amount of olive oil. But once like the rest of the stuff is in it, it it kind of um, evens out so she strains two 10 ounce boxes of frozen spinach and she pours the sauteed scallions into and oil into the drained spinach this is all like in a big bowl already and then she adds three eggs into the mix and then she adds eight ounces of feta followed by some fresh dill salt and pepper i would like eat that as is (laughs) maybe without the raw eggs i guess but it sounds delicious it's make a great omelet um so now it's time for phyllo dough or phyllo dough. I say phyllo, but it feels wrong. I don't know. I'm going to say phyllo for the rest of the episode. Um, and for those of you who don't know phyllo, who don't know phyllo dough as if, as if it's a person, um, it looks like very, sh- uh, like, I was going to say thin and sheets at the same time. And I was going to say very shin, uh, very thin sheets of paper. So basically what she has to do is she takes like one piece of phyllo dough, spreads butter onto the, like each sheet, and then occasionally sometimes sprinkling breadcrumbs in between the layers as well. And after she hits 10 sheets total, and then it's time for the filling. And she puts it, she puts the filling like at the base, like the bottom of like the lengthwise like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe this, but it's like a, like, like you're making a, I don't know, like a, a burrito or something. You put it a little bit more towards you. So you don't have to like, I don't know what I'm, I'm trying to like, I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, she rolls it uh, up to this, into this like nice roll and um, she brushes the top of it with some butter and then scores it across, across the top. So it's easy to cut after it bakes. Um, and I didn't write the temperature down of what she bakes it at, but minor details. Um, so now it's time for some saute dip, which I love. Um, she has a small red onion already cooked in some olive oil. Uh, 
And to that, she adds some fresh garlic, some fresh ginger, and some crushed red pepper flakes. And she lets that cook down for a few minutes, and then she takes the uh, spanakopita out of the oven. They look beautiful. and But now it's back to the satay sauce, and she adds red wine vinegar, some soy sauce, some, uh, some sherry, some brown sugar, ketchup, and a half a cup of peanut butter, which sounds like none of that should work, but oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, I love a peanut-based sauce. Uh, sauced? <laughs> I feel sauced after saying that sentence. Um, she finishes it off with some fresh lime sauce. Fresh lime sauce? That's what I wrote in my notes. Fresh lime juice. I think I just have sauce on the brain here today, folks. And then gives it a big stir. Um, as she's doing that, we see some footage of Miguel. He's creating the topiaries, which is basically like a cone made of styrofoam. And into that, he's making like this mozzarella and cherry tomato like work of art just like one row of like cherry tomatoes like kind of spiraling all the way to the top and then just above that is the mozzarella balls those like you know they're they're the, all the same size and it looks really cool um we also see victoria hanging up some art in her gallery and now we're back in Inus for some cheese straws and these look so good uh, especially the final product so Ina uses frozen puff pastry to make these and Ida reminds us that you'll want them, you'll want them to be very cold. So she rolls it out a little bit, um, and then she puts some egg wash on the top. Uh, and to that, she adds some Gruyere, some Parmesan, Parmesan, fresh thyme, and some salt and pepper. And then she takes her rolling pin and just like you know, like very lightly presses all that like delicious cheese into the dough, so it doesn't like fall out completely whenever she goes to twist it. Uh, so then she cuts the dough into about one inch strips and then she just like takes each end and gives them a little twist once they're on the baking sheet and puts them into the oven at 375 for 10 to 15 minutes and she turns them uh, after 10 to 15 minutes she turns them to ensure they are crisp all the way around so as I've said before in the podcast I hate turning things around so that would annoy me I would be like it's fine um but at least those are easy to flip. I, I will flip something in the oven that's easy to flip. But if it's like, I don't know, what am I trying to think of here? Like hash browns or tater tots or something like I'm not going to flip a tater tot. It, it's fine. You know, um, anyway, it's time to now it's time to grill that delicious marinated chicken. Uh, she grills it indoors for about eight to ten minutes on each side. And while that cooks, the cheese straws are able or ready to come out of the oven, and they look so good. I would I would head straight for these cheese straws with like a glass of wine, a glass of white wine. Um, oh, that sounds so yummy. So after the break, Ina is slicing up the grilled chicken and puts them each piece onto like a bamboo bamboo skewer, which I don't are all skewers bamboo. I don't know why. Like I just thought it was regular old wood i don't know but of course i know would have the good skewers the bamboo skewers so she lines them up on a tray this is the chicken and covers them with some plastic wrap and then she cuts up the spanakopita which also looks delicious my goodness i oh man i would i would eat all of this i would just it wouldn't it wouldn't even make it to the gallery uh but speaking of it is time to go to the gallery and Ina is going crazy over Miguel's topiaries. They are really cool. I think it's like a really great idea uh, and a simple one. I think they're, it's easy to make. It's just like one of those things that are time consuming. 
Uh, so Ina has to assemble her cheese platter in the back in Victoria's office. And Victoria's like at the end of the like the desk. She's like kind of on her laptop to show like she's still working all the way up to like, you know, right before it starts. But you could tell that Ina kind of wants the space a little bit. Um, and Victoria's like, oh, I can I can shut my laptop. I, been, I can get out of your way. And she's like, thank you. And she's like, as a caterer, you a caterer, you can't imagine the places I've had to set up before. <laughs> uh, but then once Victoria leaves, she's like, okay, good. Now I can get to work. So Ina is showing us how to assemble a cheese platter. And she has some lemon leaves as a base. I think this is pretty, pretty straightforward stuff here. Stuff we've seen on the Barefoot Contessa before. Have some, I don't know. I feel like sometimes she uses grape leaves, not grape leaves, grape leaves. What are those other lemon or mother? My gosh, my brain. What are those other leaves that she uses? Lime leaves? I don't know where I'm going with this. But today it's lemon leaves as a base. And she tells us to choose cheeses that people know. So she has a brie, a stilton, which is, of course, a blue cheese and a boucheron. All of these and the, the boucheron had like that. It was kind of like a brie consistency. I'm surprised she didn't have some sort of um, like hard cheddar or something like that. Just something firm, something blue, something brie, something blue. <laughs> um Anyway, uh, these cheeses are huge, by the way, and it's one of my biggest pet peeves, too. And Ina kind of addresses it a little bit. Um, first of all, she says that, like, once the cheeses are on, you know, if there is a big, like, the brie is, like, really big. It's, like, not half a wheel, but it's, like, I don't know. Like, oh, the ice cream man is coming down my street right now. I didn't even know we had an ice cream man. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place today, folks, but I've just I've never seen the ice cream man on my neighborhood um, and I'm missing him for this podcast. That's how much I love you guys. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. We're talking about cheese. And oh, so she said, like, cut the brie, leave like a bigger piece at the base and then cut a smaller piece on top and just like rest it on top. But it actually looks very chic. But the one thing um, that I hate is just like she kind of addresses it in a way like she's like make sure that some of it's cut because like no one's going to start it. Like no one wants to start the brie or no one wants to like hack into like a huge wheel of cheddar, you know, like it just feels, even though we all know what we're supposed to do, it just like gets so messy. I just was, I just wish the cheese would just be cut for me, but I know it looks better uncut. So that's, that's the tricky part. Um, and Ina also mentions that, you know, the temptation at this point, once the cheeses are all on the board, is to put a million different things on it to decorate it, but it'll look like a dog's breakfast, is what she tells us. So instead, um, take a big bunch of grapes, green grapes or red, I guess, and some fresh strawberries and put them sort of in big blocks, like groups together, big blocks of color, so it doesn't look too convoluted, I guess. And it looks nice. She finishes it off with some crackers, and that's pretty much it for the cheese board so another thing she makes or really just assembles um and i love this is figs and prosciutto i mean i've talked about figs so many times on the pot so many times on the podcast i love figs i love fresh figs i like dried figs i love any sort of like recipe at a, you know any sort of thing on a menu that has fig in it i'm i'm in i'm so in and i love prosciutto i don't think i've had figs and prosciutto though together should have maybe i'll buy some this weekend um but basically she's cutting the figs in half and she's re uh, she's like arranging them in like big rings around the perimeter of the plate um and then she puts like a big pile of prosciutto in the middle which sounds like sloppy but 
I don't know. It looks really nice. So Ina then gives us a few tips. She calls them a few principles that are really important to her for arranging a table. Um, first things first, you got to have big platters, white platters, of course, um, and lots of height. You know, uh, Miguel has his uh, topiaries, but also she gives us an idea to raise some platters up. She puts like a white souffle dish under the cheese straw platter, um, which makes it look it, it, I like I like different levels. I see where she's going here because it, it can just look sort of like flat and unimpressive, really, if you don't have that sort of variation in height. So that's I think that's a pretty good tip. Um, so the guests begin to show up. The gallery is called the drawing room. I'll have to put this on my East Hampton, you know, my list of things I need to do in East Hampton whenever I eventually get there. Um, and Ina is just, you know, the party has started. Ina's flitting around with Victoria. The guests are loving the food. And Ina says at the very end, she's like, well, I think that was a success. She's talking to the camera, not Victoria. By the way, I think that's important to know. Um, she says, I love the food table because it's very casual. People wander in, help themselves, look at a painting, go back to the table. It's my kind of party. Of course, it always helps that Miguel helped out. And I think there might be a cheese straw with my name on it. And then she just kind of smiles and turns around as she's saying it. And then she just like fades off into the distance to go grab a cheese straw with some random guests and maybe Victoria. I don't know. But that's the end of the episode. I loved it. I'm glad we got to see Miguel. Uh, I think we learned a couple things. Raise those platters up on your tables, folks. Um, what else did we learn here? I don't know. That my that I'm all over the place and I have ADHD, <laughs> um, which I already knew. Anyway, I think that's all I have for you folks this week. So thanks again for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram at goodvanillapod. And you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. And if you want to subscribe to the good Patreon and become a hydrangea, go to www.patreon.com slash the good Patreon. Sign up today. It's $5 a month. You get uh, an extra bonus episode. This week I'm going to be talking about my favorite, I would say like appetizers at a party. I'm going to, because I'm thinking of the you know, the whole like art show, maybe like wedding, like things, you finger foods at a party that you just really love. I'm counting down five to one. And you get this main episode a day early as well, too. So you don't have to wait till Friday. So go ahead and sign up for that Patreon again at www.patreon.com slash the good Patreon. Also, I made a group for the good vanilla on Facebook. Very easy to find. Just search the good vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review, or just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic. That also works, too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Kochanov. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, every week with Colin Drucker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time.